If you want your dream to be, build it slow and surely. Small beginning, greater end. Heartfelt work grows purely. Hi, this is Your Faith Anew. Welcome. I'm your host, David Russell, founder of the Your Faith Anew Apostolate. Let's begin with a prayer. In the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, I love you, I adore you, I bless you, and I thank you for the opportunity this podcast has given us. In your will, I gather together the content of this podcast with all the listeners and place them in the hands of Mary, our mother, to be offered back to you for your glory and the salvation of all souls. Amen. In the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This episode's topic is about the House of Sanctification and Marian apparitions of Garambandal, Spain. But before we get too far into this incredible story, I first wanted to offer my sincere thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I respect your time and will do my personal best to make it worth your listening. Second, what you're about to hear comes directly from my heart. It is part of my spiritual journey. Unique, yet not completely different from many of you. Please accept this humble contribution from me. I am an extremely flawed creature without credentials or theological degrees. But my greatest desire is to live in God's will and to do it. This podcast about our journey to Garabandal, Spain, will require some background information. For me, it started by knowing Thomas Fay. Thomas, Tom, was chosen by God to bring the doctrine of Luisa Picaretta's 36 volumes of Living in the Divine Will to America and to all the English-speaking world. Tom learned of the doctrine of Louisa in 1973 and studied it for over 46 years. Many priests and theologians considered him to be an expert on Louisa's doctrine. For those of you listening who never heard of Louisa, please stay with me and these podcasts because this is someone you will want to learn more about. It was through the love of Louisa and the gift of living in the divine will that I had the privilege of meeting and spending time with Tom in the last years of his life, and consider it a high honor to have known him personally. In future podcasts, I hope to dedicate an episode to Tom and his life. In April of 2019, I received an email invitation from Tom to attend a conference in Garambandal at the House of Sanctification. 
as I suspect many of you did too. For some unknown reason, I thought it was important to attend. Unsure of the finances for such a trip, my wife Gloria and I acted on faith, knowing if God wanted us to go, he would make it possible. These words were not out of my mouth when a business opportunity materialized and we had more than enough for the trip. Allow me to provide some basic information about the apparitions of Garambandal. It all began in the early evening of June 18, 1961. St. Michael the Archangel appeared to four young girls on the edge of the village of San Sebastian de Garambandal. He returned several times over the following days, and on July 1, 1961, he told the children that the Virgin Mary would appear to them the next day. The Virgin Mary did appear on the following day to the four girls, 11 and 12 years of age. It was July 2, 1961, Feast of the Visitation. What a perfect day for a visit with the Blessed Mother. The Heavenly Lady was dressed as Our Lady of Mount Carmel, holding the baby Jesus in her arms. The Virgin Mary appeared at Garambandal more than 2,000 times during the next four years and four months, fulfilling a promise she made to the three shepherd children of Fatima on October 13, 1917, the day of the great miracle of the sun. On that day in Fatima, dressed as Our Lady of Mount Carmel and holding the baby Jesus in her arms, she said farewell to the three shepherd children, saying, quote, Until San Sebastian, Spain. Unquote. Upon our arrival at the Santander Airport, Tom met us personally. Although feeling a little off, he took the time to drive us. We drove up the winding and steep mountain roads to the House of Sanctification, nestled in the Cantabrian Mountains in north-central Spain, which was about an hour southwest of the airport. The House of Sanctification Retreat Center was built under Tom and Kathy Fay's leadership, along with Ann Ellison, and through the generosity of many holy souls. Construction started in August 1999. During a special pilgrimage to Garambindal, the House of Sanctification was consecrated and dedicated to the Divine Will and Immaculate Heart of Mary on the 4th of April, the year 2000. On June 1, 2000, the Feast of the Ascension of Our Lord Jesus Christ that year, construction was completed and the house opened. They received their first guest on the 15th of June. It happens I am preparing this podcast on that exact day 
20 years later. This house belongs to Mary, our mother, and she has busied herself bringing her children there to learn the spiritual life that she herself has always lived in the divine will. The day after our arrival, Tom wanted to show Gloria and I a special piece of property and explain more about the apparitions. Not allowing anyone else to drive, Tom took us on a short ride to a remote trail leading up a very steep hill. Because of the terrain, Tom could only drive the van just so far until we all needed to get out and walk. Again, not feeling well, Tom told us to go ahead and wait at the top of the pathway for him. As we walked this steep and rocky incline, I couldn't help but think about the visionaries who traversed this same type of ground on their knees backwards. Once arriving at the top, a bit winded, we were struck by the beauty of this particular location. Close by, horses were playing with their colts. And the panoramic view of snow-capped mountains was spectacular. You could see the entire village, including the pines. You see, we learned it was in those cluster of pines our Blessed Mother appeared to the visionaries, and it would become the site of the great miracle. As Tom arrived at the top of the hill, and once he caught his breath, he pointed out how flat the land was amongst all the other mountains and hills. Tom said this was a valuable piece of property in which to build on, and we should never let anyone purchase it from the Louisa Picaretta Center of the Divine Will. I thought it quite curious he would make this request of us since we had no part in the management of the center. He went on to tell us about the apparitions. Here are some of the details quoted from Conchita, one of the visionaries. This first quote is from the warning. Quote, The Virgin told me about this on January 1, 1965, up in the Pine Grove. I cannot say what it will consist of, because she did not command me to do so. And, as for when it is going to be, she did not tell me, so I do not know. What I do know is that it will be visible to everybody. It will be a direct work of God and will take place before the miracle. I do not know whether people will die because of it. They could only die from the shock of seeing it. Unquote. This warning 
is also known as the illumination of conscience. When at some time in the future, throughout the whole world, everything will grow dark and come to a stop. All people will have their conscience revealed so that they see themselves and their sin as God sees them. After this warning, there will be the miracle. Another quote from Conchita. Quote, The Virgin told only me about the miracle. She forbade me to say what it will consist of. I cannot reveal the date either until eight days beforehand. What I am allowed to say is that it will coincide with an event in the church and with the feast of a saint who is a martyr of the Holy Eucharist. It will be at half past eight on a Thursday evening. It will be visible to everybody in the village and on the surrounding mountainsides. The sick who are present will be cured and the incredulous will believe. It will be the greatest miracle that Jesus has worked for the world. There will not remain the slightest doubt that it comes from God and is for the good of mankind. In the pine grove, a sign of the miracle will be left forever. It will be possible to film and televise it. Unquote. Tom shared with us that at first he didn't understand why our Blessed Mother wanted him to build the House of Sanctification, but a priest, Father Raphael, who blessed the land on which the House of Sanctification stands, prophesied that after the warning and the miracle, millions of people will come to view the permanent sign and will be well disposed to learn the teachings of Louisa and the gift of living in the divine will. As Gloria and I stood on this plateau with Tom, he shared his vision to one day have a divine will center up there on the plateau with this beautiful view. It was a fantastic idea, but quite honestly, I thought again, why is he telling us? We returned to the House of Sanctification that day and joined others who were beginning to arrive for the conference. We met so many beautiful souls and developed friendships lasting today. Each day would consist of a delicious breakfast, mass in the village at St. Sebastian's, talks, discussion, time for walks up to the pines. Scheduling even made room for a couple of day trips. One I will remember was to the monastery of Santo Toribio, where you could see and venerate the largest existing piece of the real cross of Jesus Christ. 
Since our conference in Garambandal, there has been a series of events which led me to believe that Gloria and I needed to be a part of the House of Sanctification. At Tom's last Divine Will Conference in November of 2019, he blessed me with two great honors. The first was proclaiming his last presentation, and the second, asking me to work with Ann Ellison to oversee the foreign assets of the Louisa Picaretta Center, which includes the center's property in Fatima and Garabindal. Our Catholic faith prepares us to love Mary. And Mary is preparing us to live in the divine will. What you can expect, should you accept this invitation to visit the House of Sanctification, is knowledge, spiritual nourishment, and renewed zeal to serve God and prepare for the coming of the kingdom. All visits are unique. Gloria and I chose to arrive in Madrid. We rented a car, a little white Fiat, and on our way over to Lourdes managed to visit Zaragoza and attend Mass at Our Lady of the Pillar. After our conference in Garambandal, we continued on to Fatima. We really made the most of our trip to Europe, and we look forward to returning to it. We hope you'll come to visit us at the House of Sanctification. At this time, there are no set dates due to the pandemic, but you can be assured of future announcements. For example, we're working on an all-inclusive travel package that we hope to make available. Please visit yourfaithanew.org for future podcasts about Mary, the mystic saints, and Louisa Pecoretta and the gift of living in the divine will. All of our efforts can be summed up in the Your Faith in New mission, which is to increase our knowledge of the Catholic faith, work hard to remain in a state of grace, bring others to know the joy of the gospel and the book of heaven, save souls, glorify God, and become saints. Let's conclude with a Hail Mary. In the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of the Pillar, 
pray for us. Our Lady of Lourdes, pray for us. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray for us. In the will and name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen.